0: Welcome back to cause Talk radio by rashpixel.fm the podcast that shows do-gooders nonprofits and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by engage for good and Selfish giving You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com and selfishgiving.com Now on to today's episode.
1: Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters. I want to welcome you to another exciting episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me, of course, is my best friend of the whole world, Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, I'm your best friend. Yeah, That's so well, awesome. Today you are, anyways. Got a promotion. I know. This is, this is big. And every time I get on Cause Talk Radio, you are my best friend. And you know what's nice, too? <laughs> we got two new friends on the we line do. today. I know. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. On the line with us today is... Colleen Reibenauer, and she's a Senior Vice President of Resource Development for Habitat for Humanity. And we also have another guest, Tracy Chaffee, who is a Senior Vice President for Sir La Taub. Hey, ladies, how's it going?
2: Great. Thanks so much for having
1: us. I mean, it's an exciting day. And you know, one of the things that we love having Habitat and Sur La on is because this is a brand new cause marketing platform program that you're talking to us about today and it's called home is the key colleen i was hoping you could kick us off you guys i would have thought have been doing cause marketing for years now how long you've been around for 40 years
2: yeah 40 years yeah
1: but this is is this and you guys have done some right i mean during that time but nothing like this right
2: Nothing at this scale. You're right, Joe. We have been very fortunate to have many of our corporate partners and promotional partners come to us with exciting campaigns that we've been invited to participate in over the years. But as a nonprofit, we've never gone out into the marketplace with our own signature campaign to try to put the idea of shelter and the importance of home on the map. And so this is our first foray into doing that this month in April, and we're excited to launch the campaign.
0: Colleen, can you give us just an overview of what people will be seeing in April? What types of things will people be seeing in April under the Home is the Key platform?
2: Sure. Um, throughout the month we have several of our corporate partners joining in to support the campaign. So Latab joining us on the call today is one of those partners. And I know Tracy will share a little bit about what she's doing, but basically Habitat is taking all of our channels, whether it's our social media channel, um, we'll also be out in the media with PR and events. I'm sure many of you are familiar with habitat builder events in communities around the around the country. And so we'll be doing some special events in some key markets throughout the month of April just to, to generate more awareness. Awareness for for habitat and the work that we do.
1: Tracy, how did you how did the folks at Charlotte Top, how do you folks get involved with Habitat?
3: Sure. So we had just gone through a rebranding effort, you know, really asking the question from Charlotte Top, why do we exist? Right? We're this amazing kitchen store founded in 1972, but why do we exist today? And it really came down to Life happens around the table, right? Real life happens around the table. It's the time you hopefully put down your phones, turn off your screens, and you connect with people again. Not in my house, right? So for us,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's what we got to work on. Yeah, Joe. we got to yeah, work no, on really, that. No, yeah. Go My children they seem, as well.
1: They seem to have the answer to a happy life.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so again, it went back to this. You know, the kitchen and the table are the heart of the home. So when I started talking to Colleen and the team over at Habitat, it just it felt like this natural fit, right, to get behind this organization around, again, kitchen and table being the heart of the home.
1: Uh, you know, Colleen, I always wanted to ask, too, what's the biggest myth about – um, Habitat, because, you know, when I talk to people, sometimes they're like, Habitat has given away a home, but that's not really the case, right?
2: It's not the case. And in fact, that's one of the reasons why we've chosen to invest in this campaign. Uh, over the last two years, our marketing team here has done quite a bit of brand research about Habitat and who our volunteers are and who our donors are. And through that work, we did glean several insights about people's perceptions of Habitat. And fortunately, we're a very beloved brand. Uh, by folks around the country and around the world. But as we, we dug into the research and we were hearing from focus groups about their perceptions about Habitat, there were many things that came up that made us a, a little bit worried. Um, the first one was a lot of folks didn't think Habitat needs money. Uh, they wow. look at us and the volunteers that are out building the houses and the fact that our corporate partners you know, generously give us construction products to build our homes. They, nobody really understands, well, we also need money in order to expand our global mission. So that was one insight. Um, the second insight was folks think we give away the homes. And in fact, that's not the case. Our Habitat families are actually Habitat homeowners. They put in hundreds of hours of sweat equity to build their homes and others in the community. And then once they work through that program, they actually purchase the home. They're paying a very low mortgage or 0% mortgage on the home. And and that is their home that they they pay just like other homeowners do Mm -hmm. throughout the course of the year. And so while folks were aware um, that we were building clearly in communities, they're really has been this misconception that we were just giving away to homes. In fact, we're more of a hand up, um, not hand out model. And so we wanted to take advantage of this campaign. Home is the key to start to change the perceptions, hopefully continue to engage more folks with us and continue to uh, engage the folks that already love us, but better improve and increase the understanding of the work we do and what our model really is.
0: It's so, it's so smart. And I just want to point out that... It's such a good idea that Habitat went to consumers to get some real hard data about perceptions in the marketplace before you kind of dove into a major cause marketing platform. So kudos to you for having the foresight to do that. Um, I want to go back to Tracy a little bit and ask specifically what's happening in April at Sur La Table stores. You talked a little bit about your brand and how you're trying to bring your brand essence to life through this
3: partnership. But what are people actually going to be seeing in April in the stores? Sure. So first of all, across the month of April, all of our employees, both at headquarters here in Seattle and across the U.S., will be out on build. So we're very excited to get out there and get building. And then also any of our stores, so 140 stores across the U.S. or online, you can donate. So consumers, all of our fans can donate directly. We're going to have thermometers up on the stores and online oh, so we can track our daily progress. Uh, we also have one of our favorite brands, um, ScanPan. It's our top selling nonstick cookware has come in and said that they will match. So anyone who buy ScanPan through the month of April at Surlatab, they're also going to be donating on our behalf. So very excited.
0: That's fantastic. And then has Surlatab done much cause marketing in the past or is this your first foray into partnerships?
3: Yeah, great question. We've done a lot smaller localized donations, um, you know, since 72, since our start, we've really been, you know, on a localized level, but nothing Mm -hmm. at this, nothing at the national partner
1: level. So what did that mean for you, Tracy, in terms of, you know, because one of the things Megan and I have really learned is how important it is to get employees engaged in a campaign like this, Mm -hmm. engaged and educated about how to do point of sales. Now, what's good is I've been in your stores before, the employees are great at the the counter and they're good at asking questions too. So they probably feel comfortable with that. But was there an education process for them with Habitat?
3: Yes, we partnered very closely with Habitat with all of their learnings on how to do this well. Um, and we've been over the last 60 days training our employees, both here at headquarters and throughout the field, how to talk to the customer, how to really understand you know what this means. Um, so we, yes, we've had a lot of training over the last 60 days preparing.
0: And I think it's really smart. And Joe, you bring up an excellent point about involving employees. Mm. And not only in the training, which it sounds like you guys have really uh, hunkered down on in the last 60 days, but having employees go out to the field to do builds, how many employees are able to to do those builds? Is it just at corporate that are doing builds or are they um, actual store employees that are going out to do the builds as well?
3: No, we are enabling the builds across the U.S. So any store employee can take part. So we've partnered up with the local chapters of Habitat so they can also um, take advantage. And that was really important to me. Right. Definitely want to get headquartered employees. We have 140 employees here at headquarters, and that was important, but I needed an organization that would allow all of our employees to get involved.
0: Yeah, well and that's that's so key because if you go out on a habitat build or even if one of your colleagues goes out on a habitat build, you're going to know so much more about habitat when you are done with that Absolutely. and you're going to feel such an affinity that it's going to be easy, I think easier to ask people at at the register for a donation um which apparently habitat does need money to operate. So that's a good learning, yeah. Colleen, that you figured out that people thought you didn't need money. I just love that.
2: Yeah, I mean it's a good it's a it's a scary learning, but yeah. it's an important <laughs> sure. one to address. <laughs> (laughs) You know, Colleen,
1: I have to admit before the show, Megan told me one, I would get a free house out of this and two, that we that you guys definitely didn't need money.
2: Well, that's why we're so thrilled you invited us to do this today, so we could so clear we up this perception, That and we clarify. <laughs> yes. It. You
1: know, if if my yes. wife does any more shopping at the Copley Place, Sir Latob, I'm going to need yep. more money. I'm going to have to have a fundraiser for myself. <laughs> Tracy, is there true. any way that you can restrict her access to your stores?
3: I I can try, Joe. I can All try. Right. I'll send you <laughs> not a. I'll happen. send you a
1: picture. I'll send you a picture.
0: Colleen, let me ask you a question. We were just talking about having employees go out on builds. Is is that true for all of your corporate partners across the board in terms of um, having access to go do builds? I actually, I know it's. I've actually tried to sign up to do a Habitat build in the past, and they're like, "Nope, it's full. It's full." Like it's it is a very popular volunteer activity. I guess all the Sir sort of top employees around here are volunteering at the Habitat Houses. Yeah, but,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah I, w- I would say the majority of our corporate partners, whether they're the partners that are participating in Home is the Key or our partners that work with us all year long, most of them do have a pretty strong employee engagement component to their work yeah. with us. Yeah. But most of our partners, while they do that, they're also participating in other things with us, whether that's investing in our programs or doing cause marketing or workplace giving initiatives. We've got... As you might imagine, we have a lot of partners that provide us with that gift and kind product that we can use to, uh, you know, drive down the cost of our construction of our homes and the repairs of the homes that we build. So it really is a a kind of comprehensive, holistic mix of, of the ways that different partners engage with us. But at the core of who Habitat is, you know, we're very fortunate to have such a robust and dynamic employee engagement option for companies that are looking to engage their employees.
1: Uh, Because, you know, I mean, one of the things that I think, too, when it comes to employee engagement, Megan, I wonder if you would agree with this, too. It seems to be like the fastest form of cause marketing, too, in terms of really focusing Mm -hmm. on employees. Because, you know, what we find, too, is when we focus on employees... That really empowers customers, too, because employees are out there sharing that. I just saw a number, Megan, that Microsoft uh, last year raised $142 million with its
0: employees. I saw that. And, yep. you know, employees,
1: wow. I think, are just a huge priority. There's a good lead for you, too, Colleen. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
2: And yeah. I think, you know, once you get we have a joke we say we when you go out and build with Habitat, you are prone to getting hepatitis because yeah. it really is contagious. You get out there and you, you get dirty and you, you know, build on. Alongside the families that are building their homes and working in the community, and you, it's just contagious. And so I think you're right. When employees are out there and they're able to engage and experience the work, they bring that back either to the workplace, whether that's the headquarters office or to a store. Um, and that enthusiasm is is just further spread throughout the the customer base and other employees. We have several corporate partners, actually, who they'll, they'll schedule several builds throughout the year. And as soon as they put the notice out for folks to sign up, they – quote unquote, sell out immediately, yeah. there's, just, mm. there's no more space because it is such a popular uh, engagement opportunity.
1: Colleen, can I ask you a question too? I think what's interesting too is because for employees, you have a very clear form of engagement of how they can help Habitat. But one of the things I think is interesting, and when we, if we go back to Microsoft, I think they're an actually a really good example of this too, is I think more causes are starting to understand that it's important to let employees decide what they want to do in terms of raising money for a cause, especially with the focus there. Do you ever go out to businesses and maybe they've done a build before they've done things and you suggest other types of things that they could do with your organization?
2: Oh, absolutely. I think one of the most popular things, and, and again, perhaps a misconception about Habitat, mm-hmm. is the work that we do after disasters. And so we have a lot of companies that will engage their, their workforce to raise money after a disaster like a Katrina or yep. the earthquakes in Nepal, et cetera. Um, and we mm-hmm. see that that's a, a huge opportunity for folks who might not even want to go out and build all the time, but right. feel that they can still support the cause through through a disaster fundraising initiative or just ongoing workplace giving. Um, Skilled volunteerism is also a a big trend that we're seeing, not only here at Habitat, but just in the industry as a whole. Mm -hmm. So we we try to create a
0: a portfolio of ways for employees and companies to engage with us. Yeah, that makes that makes so much sense. I want to talk a little bit. Again, about the partnership between Sir Tab and Habitat, because it strikes me as we're talking about all of this home building and construction and things like that, that the the brand fit is so smart between your two organizations mm-hmm. because it's it, you wouldn't necessarily think uh, Sir Latob Kitchen Store and Habitat, mm-hmm. but it it definitely makes sense when you talk about you know, home being around the table and and having that be the center center part of your family. Um, so I'm hoping, Tracy, you can talk a little bit more about your rebrand and how you're communicating that to your customers using that Habitat partnership. Can you talk a little bit about the messaging that you're pushing out throughout the month of April yeah. and maybe even beyond? Sure. So
3: the, the rebrand literally is breaking news. So we, we just breaking. finalized it. We're just starting to roll it out. Yeah, breaking news. And, you know, the Habitat partnership. So when Habitat approached me, it, it just fit in perfectly. I just finished this body of work. We're just starting to roll it out. April is really our first time where you will feel, you know, this different look and feel from us. Mm. Um, so April's the, the beginning. And I do want to say the Habitat partnership, while we're kicking off with, you know, Home is the Key Campaign as, as an April focus, this will be a forever, I hope, partnership with us. Awesome. Um, and I always have to say when I get approached, you know, as the head of marketing, you get approached by every organization to partner yep, to partner with. And yep. I always start out really skeptical, mm. right? And you have to prove yourself to me. I won't just write a check. I won't just throw our logo on something. I need to feel like our purpose is aligned. Um, and I need to feel that you're you're really delivering against your purpose. And they are. So it was just, again, from, just like you said, Megan, it's this perfect match from a brand standpoint um, that just begins in April.
1: I think that's so important because especially with millennial audience, Megan, people really looking for impact, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean they really want that. They want to yeah. know. And that's one habitat is one of those brands that you know is having an impact.
0: Well, and is that what you mean, Tracy? Is that you're looking for nonprofits to prove themselves from an impact standpoint
3: mm. or from a yes.
1: business objective yeah, standpoint good point. or both? Yeah
3: from a, from an impact standpoint, you know, when, um, Colleen and Allison came and spoke to me about the, the impact that they have, um, I was really blown away. And again, I've known about Habitat forever and I've been on a build years ago, but, um, to truly see the stats, what happens to a family when they get in a home, it was, it was really unbelievable to me. Um, and again, from, from my standpoint, from a brand standpoint, you know, you hear so many marketers talk about storytelling, you know, it's all about storytelling. Well, I believe in story living, Mm -hmm. right. You have to walk the talk. And so again, it, just, just felt like the, the perfect partnership.
0: How are you kind of pulling that story through for your customers at Surla Tab through this campaign?
3: You know, you're, you're going to see in every one of our channels. So, um, Gosh, next week. Next week we'll start launching, um, but it's going to be in all of our channels. So online, in store, in all of our social channels, Facebook and Instagram, um, you're going to see us on the bench. You're going to see our consumers donating. You're going to see, um, you know, what these, this impact has on the specific families. So again, you're going to. It's just going to start in April.
1: Mm. So excellent. Know, one of the things I think, Tracy, too, is how do you want your customers to feel during and after this program, and how do you think that will impact the business case? For Sir in terms of like people, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people they do cause marketing because it's a you know perfect combination yeah. of purpose and profit. What do you think the profit part of this will yeah. be?
3: You know, I truly just want our customers to understand that we're all in this together, mm-hmm. right? That one, we understand why why we've partnered and why we thought Habitat was the perfect partner for us, and then to really understand the impact and that this is a long time partnership with um, with Habitat. So. Um, yeah, and I, and I see all the stats that you know people are more likely to buy with a brand if, sure. if they're behind something, and that, yeah. that is important to me, yeah. but it, it's, I just want them to know we're in it.
1: Yeah, right. We're in it together. Yeah, and I think that is so important too, Tracy, because I think if someone comes into the partnership feeling like the cause is going to help them move widgets off the shelf, right. it doesn't work that way. It's much bigger than that. And I think an organization really needs to appreciate that in terms of, and I do, I think in a lot of ways, cause marketing is like content marketing in terms of it takes time and it needs to develop and it needs to sink in with customers. But you folks have taken a great first step. Not only are you making a big commitment, but you're with a great organization too. And you're already Mm -hmm. saying, hey, look, we're in this for the long term.
3: Absolutely. And again, when we rolled this out, this partnership out too here at headquarters, the excitement that I saw from people here was... I, nothing I'd ever seen here before. Um, I think again they felt like we were walking the talk. Um, we were getting involved in a great cause, and it really meant something to people. And and I like Colleen said, um, when we put up the sign up the sign up sheets for the Seattle Bill, <laughs> yeah. it sold out. It
1: was sold yeah. out in
3: about half an hour.
1: That's a good <laughs> problem. Do you have um? Do you have lots of millennials exactly. at your work, Tracy?
3: We do. We do. Yeah, so that makes I would say them, about 50%. So it um, probably
1: makes a bit, I mean, are you seeing that type of response from them that they, you know, the millennial generation, you know, they're really focused on causes. They want causes with impact. They're not necessarily drawn to yes. legacy organizations just because their parents supported them. Did you really see that type of enthusiasm right. from, from the younger workers? And was that something that yes. you planned for? And, you know, were you saying, hey, you know, we get people on the line, and I think it was even AFLAC last week, uh, Megan, that was talking about this and saying, like, look, we need... Um, uh, you know, we need to keep our millennial uh, workforce engaged and alive and and happy, and causes mm-hmm. a way of doing that.
3: Right. It was interesting when I rolled out the brand. So we finished the brand work, and I rolled it out, and I did it in groups of ten throughout the entire organization. So I really could have you know that one-on-one connection as we were rolling it out. And again, fifty percent of our workforce really being millennials. They were so into it and they were so, you know, yes, get families back to the table. But they said, Tracy, this is wonderful, but I want to see action from us. I want to see this come to life. And so it was so wonderful two months later after rolling this out internally to come back and say, we heard you. This is the partnership we're going out with. Um, and again, they're, they're seeing action.
0: I'm wondering as a, a parting question, if we can ask each of you and we'll have to have you back on the show in a year so you can kind of yeah. give us the yeah. hindsight perspective, but tell how heading, was. well, tell us how <laughs> exactly. fabulous it was and without any flaws, you know, at all whatsoever. But my question is going to be for each of you, what have you learned so far in rolling out this campaign, and Colleen, I would expect that you are going to kind of take more more of an angle of like rolling out the whole platform home mm. is the key, and then obviously Tracy from the Sirlotab angle, just, just rolling this out. What have, what have you learned so far that's been meaningful to you?
2: Well, we could do a whole podcast just on that. Yeah. I think we've, <laughs> we've learned a ton from Habitat's perspective, I, I, I particularly, you know, since we started this journey, you know, a, a year or two ago with all of the brand work and the, and the research. So we learned clearly a ton through that, as I've yeah. already shared. Um, I think the other piece that we've learned, which is, it was kind of unexpected in the sense is that, you know, because people don't necessarily think about Habitat for cause marketing, because we haven't done it in a big major way, mm-hmm. the excitement and enthusiasm from the folks that we're talking to, whether it's the partners that are engaging with us, their employees, um, it's really nice to to see people excited to see Habitat showing up in an unexpected place, um, in, either in retail or in a big way in social and media and other things that we're doing. So knowing that we're we're going to start to attract perhaps new and other other folks because we're showing up in places they're not used to seeing us is definitely an insight that we want to continue to, to build upon um, moving forward.
3: How about you, Tracy? And I think, yeah, from the Cirla Tom side, I would say, you know, definitely in our call in a year, I have feeling well this this could be an hour conversation about what we learned but for me um you know, I've, I've rolled out many brands and usually, you know, everyone, you know, years ago just gets on board and okay, this is what the brand's about and let's execute. And here it was so interesting for me to see. And again, it could be this millennial workforce where they said, this is great, but I want to see action against it. I want to see us live it. And, th- and that was really new. That was really different for me in terms of rolling out a brand. Um, so it was so important again that we just turned around and got right behind it. Um, so that was, that was a big learning. Well, Colleen and Tracy, this
0: has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you so, so much for talking a little bit with our listeners about Home is the Key. If people want to find out more about this program and about what's happening at Sur La Taub, how might they do that online?
3: Surlatab.com, So on, right on the homepage, uh, you'll be able to click on the Habitat banner and it will tell you how you can donate and learn more all about the program for the month nice. of April.
0: Excellent. And how about you, Colleen?
3: And at Habitat, you can visit habitat.org.
2: Um, you can also use hashtag home is the key all month long. Folks that use hashtag home is the key throughout the month of April, our friends at Nissan are going to make a donation as part of the campaign for every hashtag that's shared. Wow, So please that's awesome. go out there and activate social media channels. Get behind the campaign.
0: Excellent. And we will include all of that in the show notes. Joe, how about you? Where can people find you online?
1: Well, people can find me on Twitter in like two seconds using the hashtag home is the key so I can get that dollar (laughs) donation to Habitat for uh, Humanity. So we're going to be doing that. Um, People can find me obviously at Selfish Giving. Make sure to sign up for my email newsletter, get my five-day mini course on cause marketing and all those wonderful pins on Pinterest, Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you?
0: I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand and I tweet for engage for good at engage for good, which is also where you can find show notes for this t- this episode at engageforgood.com as well as selfishgiving.com. And of course, we would be remiss if we did not ask you to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. So just search for Cause Talk Radio on iTunes and hit subscribe. You can also find us on Google Play. And on behalf of Colleen and Tracy and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio. And we'll talk to you next time.